Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast for the spiritual explorer in each of us. I'm Julie. I love to explore the inner life using contemplative practices, and I love to help others to do the same. In our time together, I hope you gain a sense of hope, meaning, joy, and love. As a Christian spiritual explorer, I hope to offer some thoughts to help you see God's presence and activity in ever-expanding ways. As you listen, ponder, and experience the divine, feel free to use the spiritual perspective you are most comfortable with in our practice today. Now, let's begin. Transition and change. Two words that can bring anxiety and fear into our hearts and minds. Some have wisely observed that all of life is transition, affecting us at any age and touching our relationships, jobs, our bodies, and the places we find ourselves living. On the one hand, sometimes we welcome some freshness and some new challenges in our life. But mostly, I suspect, especially as we move further along our life's journey, we prefer that things remain relatively constant, comfortable, and predictable. Last time we began a multi-part series centered around transition and used the transition curve to help us with this discussion. This curve can be pictured as an inverted bell-shaped curve with the word endings at the top left, the word beginnings at the top right, the word uncertainty at the bottom, and a dotted line spanning the top opening. If we function above this dotted line in a transition, then we're dealing with that transition in a very superficial, just the facts, ma'am, kind of way. If we can drop below this line, we're actually able to touch and work with our thoughts, feelings, hopes, and dreams affected by that particular transition. That's the full transition curve, with each part coming together to help us better navigate the outer and inner journey of life within transition. The transition curve can help us reveal the inner work that mirrors outer experience. We discover over and over throughout our journey how God repeatedly enters our lives through the very events and transitions that we face. The very things that we may most want to avoid often end up providing rich, and ever-deepening experiences of a living relationship with the divine. Hold that thought now as we examine the left side of the transition curve today, the side entitled Endings. We all know in transition, something is ending. For example, when a child leaves elementary school and moves to middle school, when you've taken a new job or you lose your job, when you get married, when you divorce or become widowed, when your body is altered by an accident, age, or illness, or when you move to a new home. These are all examples of some kind of ending, and therefore a transition that is occurring. With any transition, there is inner work to do if you allow yourself to drop below that dotted line boundary between the superficial and the deeper inner you. It's there that you'll encounter a variety of thoughts and feelings or expectations, hopes, and dreams that may have now been altered in some way. Often the lack of choice is involved, making endings even more difficult. 
naming things inside of you is a helpful and essential start. Things like fear, anger, disappointment, or hurt. Unforgiveness may be found inside of us as we find it difficult to forgive someone else or life or God for a transition that's been given to us unplanned and without our permission. Once inner things are named and identified, how do you find some resolution to what's inside of you? How do you address each transition in a way that helps you to resolve thoughts and feelings so as not to carry anger, fear, frustration, and hurt into the next transition that you'll surely be facing? Let's look at this as we enjoy some quiet moments together. In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes. I'll sound the Tibetan singing bowl, which will call you to look within. As you're listening to the bowl's reverberations, take three deep breaths. Then let your breathing return to normal whenever you'd like. Hear the sound of the bowl now. Let it center you. Let it remind you that God is here with you. Think of a transition from the present or the past that you're currently working through. Note where a feeling of anger, fear, or frustration has a surprising amount of energy for you where it feels stronger than you think it ought to. Have you clearly named this prominent thought or feeling? Have you faced it? Feel the importance of processing and addressing your feelings so they don't keep accumulating and traveling with you into the next transition that will inevitably come. Have a conversation with God about it and hear what God has to say. I'll be back with you in about three minutes.
I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Let these breaths fill you with strength and energy. Hear me sound the Tibetan singing bowl, and as the sound of the bowl reverberates and slowly dies away, you can gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer. Examining this part of the transition curve, your endings, is so worth your time. And it truly does take time and multiple conversations with others, and especially with God, to name and process what's inside of you as a result of endings, those tougher endings that we face. This inner processing actually takes us to the point of realizing that our minds will never fully understand our endings. Our minds will keep cycling through our endings, searching for meaning or an explanation for why something has happened in our life. Ultimately, we'll see that our minds can't help us. This mind-related strategy to finding some answers will not work. And then, we'll fall into God. We'll see things with the mind and eyes of Christ. I cannot claim to have mastered this process at all, Not at all. But I do feel confident that when we take these things to God, when we can name what lies deeper within us, really getting at and exposing lingering fear, anger, or frustration created during our endings in life, that we'll begin to find some resolution, some comfort, and some direction, some hope from God. Insights and perspective will come to you that are not just pat answers, but rather a personal, experienced wisdom that you'll need and want to own for yourself. Our initial entry point to this wisdom can be found in the attempt to consciously address our feelings towards endings and transition. Even this naming of what lies inside of us helps us avoid accumulating and dragging forward to the next transition, the thoughts and emotions about a past ending. I believe with all my heart that God is very close by, closer than our breath, wanting to help, comfort, encourage, and strengthen us in all of the endings and transitions of life, wanting to help us live lives that are freed of our limited mind and understanding, and instead full of the life, love, compassion, and flow of Christ. Thank you for making time for your inner self today. Whatever you've discovered and experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, gloria-day, that's D-E-I, dot com, slash lookingwithinpodcast, or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. We'll see you next time.